On a cold Friday night in November, being home by yourself might seem like the most unfair curse. You might wish you could have found someone to cuddle with, or you might get frustrated with yourself for not sharing this potentially romantic night with your ex. While dealing with either of these options, millennials know that they can do a lot more than their parents who had to stick to being by themselves or had to make the tough decision of getting out of their PJs and meeting some fellow singles at a bar. Millennials know that they can still go to a bar and come back home without having met a single person. They also know that even though they might meet some people, they might not necessarily feel a connection after a two-minute chat. That is why, on a cold Friday night in November, being at home by yourself as a millennial might be quite productive if you have a dating application at your service. Let me tell you something. It might not be a cold Friday night in November yet. Actually, it might not be cold anywhere yet, but I can tell you what it is and what we're doing here. We're giving you a little extra. Are you ready? and welcome to Beauty Unlocked. I'm Carissa. How's it going? Hey, hey. All right, so as I mentioned, this is a little extra. And we did one little extra before, and it was um, regarding the story of Sarah Bartman. And since I won't be dropping a new episode, I decided to give you, well, this, a little extra. Um, many of you might not know, it's my birthday week. Um, and so I'll be away Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, I'll probably be dropping this episode either, I'm recording on a Wednesday, so either today or tomorrow, so you won't miss me, because you get to hear my dulcetone voice. I know you, I know, I know you love this dulcetone voice, and I know that you love my rants and raves. I'm not too sure if I'm actually going to be ranting and raving on this little extra, but one thing I will be doing is got to do some cleaning. Um, some news just to let you guys know that the Facebook group of Beauty Unlocked is closed and anyone who's listening to this, you can still join the Facebook, uh, what's it called? Facebook page. Oh my God. It's already starting. I'm a lot at a loss for words. Um, the Facebook page, um, you don't have to send a request in. You can just automatically join. So come and join us at, um, Beauty Unlocked on Facebook. Also, you can join the family on Instagram. It's Beauty Unlocked Podcast. Come and join us. Um, I post there regularly. I always have to say I spank, like I have to spank my hands because I don't post as often on Facebook. And that's because it's one of those platforms that I'm not on on a regular basis. Um, it's been even quite some time that I've updated my like page page, my personal page on Facebook. So it just goes to show you that I'm really behind. But definitely join the Instagram family, Beauty Unlocked Podcast. Uh, there I do post almost daily, almost. I'm not going to say it's perfection, but perfection does not exist. So whatever. Um, you can always, always send us an email, beautyunlockedpodcast at gmail.com. You see, I didn't even stop there for a moment. It just went smoothly. Oh my God, I'm giving myself a pat on the back. 
also check us out and subscribe to our youtube channel we're on youtube guys beauty unlocked podcast or unless it's beauty unlocked the podcast it's probably beauty unlocked the podcast but check us out on like uh youtube uh we'll be coming up with some content for videos you know it's kind of like that back to school kind of back to school season it's not really not that many places are actually back at physical school but um i'm going to get a lot of stuff like a lot of content ready for you guys on youtube so subscribe to our channel yes yes and last but not least um if you would like to support the show you can always check us out at patreon.com forward slash beauty unlocked check out the tiers we have two tiers for the moment and at the moment for at it's one of those um, at the moment. But again, I will be adding more content there. I'll be adding more tiers in the future. So, oh, and it was brought to my attention, actually, that if you go to Patreon.com and then you type in the search, uh, like the search bar for search for creators and you put Beauty Unlocked, it doesn't come out. And what does, though, is if you actually type into your search engine, oh, my God, Patreon.com forward slash Beauty Unlocked, then you get to go directly to my page. And it does that for a lot of creators. I'm not too sure why, and I'm not too sure what's up with Patreon, but go check us out and become patrons of Beauty Unlocked. Become a patron of the Patreon of Beauty Unlocked. Actually, these kind of episodes that are uh, titled A Little Extra is what you would actually get on uh, Patreon if you do become a patron of the Patreon. I, seriously, tongue twister. Um, so these are kind of like little extras where it really doesn't have to do much about beauty or physical beauty or society's obsession with beauty. Um, but it has like, you know, it's just like some some interesting things that I come up with and I'm like, hmm, I should do an episode, but I can't put it as a bonus episode. And I can't put it as a regular episode, so let's just put it as a little extra. And I, I come up with that content um, for members of Patreon. <laughs> there we go. There was a pause because I'm like, wait, what? Okay. All right. So for this little extra, I decided to delve into the world of, I don't know, online dating, I guess. Is it like, yeah, using certain applications such as Tinder, although I'm more familiar with Tinder than the other ones I found in other articles. So we're just going to be focusing more on Tinder. I'll probably be throwing the names of other dating apps. Um, but before we get started, before I throw some facts into your face, um, I want to know. I want to hear from you guys if you use dating apps. Um, I, the, the 21st century is, I guess, the, the time of online dating, especially the last 10 years or so. Um, which kind of has taken away a lot of how we approach people. Now we either swipe left or we swipe right. And we're going to, if any of you out there are not familiar with dating apps, well, you're going to learn a fuck ton about it here. That's for sure. <laughs> so the way I'm going to set this up is that I'm going to go through an article with you guys. And then I'm going to go through some horror stories that I found from people that have said, you know, stuff about, you know, their Tinder dates and whatnot. And I'm going to talk to you about some of the experiences I've had using Tinder. Lord have mercy, seriously. You're getting to know me way, way too much. That I was like, fuck it, it's my 37th birthday. Let, let, let's, let's get to know each other even more. You guys are probably thinking, God, no, please, no. We don't want to know you more. We know too much about you already. But I love you guys. Come on now.
So I found this really interesting article. It was on brainworldmagazine.com and it's called To Tinder or Not to Tinder. And the intro that I read out was actually from this article. It was written back in 2015. So things have changed since then. Um, I'm assuming there are probably even more dating apps in the past five years since this article uh, was written. But let's get into it. You'll see why I found it interesting. So welcome to Tinder, the app that is changing the way people approach online dating. It's become the way to date, casually and otherwise. And it's now a multinational phenomenon. So according to its own press, and this is Tinder, the app is responsible for 1.6 billion swipes, I've been part of those swipes, per day, and this is per day, and 1 million dates per week, with over 30 billion matches made so far. So this is, this is more, um, more recent than um, the article that was written in 2015. So this is according to, to Tinder. It's responsible for 1.6 billion swipes per day, 1 million dates per week, and 30 billion matches made so far. I wonder if the the number of dates has declined because of COVID. Um, I'm sure the swipes are still the same, um, but I wonder if the dates have have declined. Um, I don't know. I haven't I haven't found information regarding that, and I'm not too sure if Tinder would say otherwise. Who knows? So Tinder, coffee meets bagel. I'm not familiar with that one. Bumble, I've heard of it and I've tried it, not impressed. Hinge, Grinder, and many more. A trend that was made popular by the success of Tinder initiated a new culture of swiping left and right. If you have not heard of this trend, then without judging you for more than a few seconds, we'll tell you what swiping left or right means. Essentially, even though their techniques differ, dating apps make sure that you do not spend time with someone that you are not attracted to. This could happen through just looking at their pictures and a sentence um, in their bio. All of these applications make sure that you do not waste your precious time with someone that you might not necessarily want to take things to another level. Though this aspect seems like a visionary invention, given millennials do not really have that much time after work and other responsibilities, it makes us prone to dismissive behavior and nonchalance. It makes us think that we are capable of judging people within a few seconds and that we are right with every single decision we make yeah right because once we swipe someone no and pass we never really see their faces again many argue that dating apps force both sides into thinking romantic and sexual favors should be exchanged sorry exchanged once the meeting in person happens um, it says here that Vanity Fair even published a controversial article on how men, especially men working in finance and simultaneously live in a big city, are more likely to use dating apps as a source of finding easy and available sex. Very interesting. According to clinical psychologist Wendy Walsh, this could be a result of a core human trait. We love obtaining addictive behavior. This is so true. Walsh argues that way back when we lived as cavemen and cavewomen, sex was a scarce commodity since a human being only got the chance to meet 150 people at most. The fuck? Okay. Since then, our brains have been hardwired to see every single sexual interaction as a rare opportunity and perceive sex as a reward. A reward for what? Anyway, to get more of this reward, knowing we can swipe as much as we want, we will go ahead and do it. We will be addicted to the thrill and maybe lose the meaning on the way. With the rise of dating applications, too many opportunities could and do actually diminish our appreciation of sexual connections. And I've spoken about this with someone, with a friend of mine, actually. Um, and yeah, 
well, I'm going to get into it a bit later, but yeah, definitely. Although Walsh's arguments has an important effect on why Tinder has acquired more success than other more intricate and commitment-focused apps, Brain World magazine conducted a poll, only to find out that a significant amount of millennials also use these apps to simply meet people. Especially after graduation, people have claimed to have had a hard time meeting new people. Instead of expecting a certain level of commitment or physical intimacy, they want to be able to know who is around them. With or without college, it is an or organic process for one to form a social network. And with or without college, it is easier for one to be stuck in a network that does not allow a lot of flexibility. By introducing people to a batch of new faces, these applications do a very good job at expanding social webs. Does all of this mean that these apps are not good at taking you a step closer to love? Definitely not. There are many couples out there who had had the chance to meet each other via dating apps. Some people claim they went on a few dates and did not wish to pursue a relationship, but some claim they have had considerably nice dates where both parties immedi immediately hit it off. Dating is one of the biggest gambles of human nature, and these apps imitate the same social phenomenon. You might be set up to go on a date without using an application, and your date can still go very wrong. Yes, it can. Instead of scrutinizing the imperfections of this new technological take on socializing, it is important to see it as something that could work for someone and could not be the re uh, that relatable to others. So I want to hear from you and your experiences when it comes to online dating. Do you find that swiping right or swiping left has in a way desensitized us because we're just being very shallow human beings basically because we're i mean what it is is that you're looking at a picture maybe there's a bio maybe there isn't a bio maybe they share the same interests who knows but basically it's based on appearance so do you do you think that this has made us even more shallow do you think that online dating has taken away some of that spark meeting someone in a more, let's say, and this is in quotes, air quotes, traditional way, such as through friends, through family members, not that I would trust anyone that my family would like present to me, not that they would either, but anyway, um, <laughs> um, or meeting them, I don't know, at a restaurant or at a bar or whatnot, however we used to do it back in the day. <laughs> I feel like it's been centuries or something of how we actually... I can't even remember how we used to date even 20 years ago. I was like, wait, hold on. Like 20 years ago, I was 17. Okay, that was like high school and stuff like that. Okay, let's say in our 20s. How the hell? I don't even remember. Was it like just somebody looking at me and then coming up to me and talking to me? Oh, dare I say that? That must like feel strange. Now, if somebody approaches me in that way, I'm like, first of all, keep two meters away from me, social distancing. And number two, why are you talking to me? What do you want? And one of the things that the article mentioned was about this sexual connection. And I was talking about this with a friend of mine, very good friend of mine. Hey, girl, hey, you know who you are. <laughs> but we were talking about this, and I'm wondering if this swiping right and swiping left motion kind of, we kind of lose this human connection of wanting to know more about this person. And then, you know, does it, lead to either having sex or not fair enough but have we lost that connection and i want you guys to give me your honest opinions about it let me know and just to reiterate that swiping right means that you've liked somebody's profile and you're waiting to see if they're going to like your profile back or not now this is again they can't see 
your likes unless they have paid for that feature, which hint, hint, I have. And I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to read out some of the, the, the bios of people who have liked my profile and whatnot. And I'm thinking, absolutely not. I need to I need to do a, a little extra content with this. Um, and swiping left means that you are not interested in that person whatsoever, whether it be, well, I don't know because their their um, profile doesn't have a picture or it has pictures of I don't know dogs or I have no clue or it doesn't you just can't don't see you know uh, you don't find them attractive yada 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 now personally my experiences with tinder have been quite varied from I've been ghosted I've ghosted shame on me um to you say hey how are you and then the person answers back and then there's nothing as in you have nothing else to say which i feel is one of the cons of online dating i feel like us as a society because we're so into our phones we have a tendency of we forgot how to communicate with one another which is really bad and in the times of social distancing and covid 19 this is one of the 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 areas where it's sometimes like we actually have to try to have conversations with people because we can't I mean, yes, okay, like quarantine and whatnot, like they've eased the measures down and you're able to go to your bars and cafes and whatnot as long as you keep a distance away. But I still find that we forgot how to talk to each other. Like, do you guys remember what it was before phones actually had your whole life on them, you know? And we were actually meeting up at cafes and bars and whatever to actually talk to people? Because it's been such a long time where I'm just like, hmm. And it's, it's so... It's rare that I find individuals where I can actually have a decent conversation with where I don't want to look at my phone. I can, I can seriously count them on my hands. And those people are very special and near and dear to my heart. So <laughs> because I'm all about communication, but sometimes like Tinder kind of, I don't know, it feels so superficial in a way and so weird. Now, as many of you know, I live in Cyprus, and let me tell you, the dating pool here is uh, pretty much non-existent. In all reality, it's non-existent. Like, this is probably why I'm such a goddamn hermit and I stay in my house, because I cannot deal with the mentality sometimes of people here. Um, but I have gone on a few Tinder dates. Some have gone great, and some I've definitely ghosted because I'm like, nope. Absolutely not. Um, and some people, you know, I, I stay friends with, which is no problem. It's like I love meeting people either way. Um, so just because I'm on Tinder doesn't necessarily mean I'm looking for the one. Sometimes, you know, you make great friendships out of them. Um, and then there's there's some other, you know, stories. Um, my soul sister, when we went to, to Copenhagen, knows. <laughs> I went on two Tinder dates. She knows how they both ended. So, yeah, pretty much. All right, so as I previously mentioned, um, not only can I swipe globally, and when we were uh, in the times of quarantine, Tinder actually said that, you know, you guys can um, swipe globally. You don't have to stay within your area. Tinder started off with you trying to find singles within a certain distance away from you. Now, that's a bit questionable whether or not some of these people were single. But anyway, that's a whole different story. But anyway, and so I can still see who likes me uh, on who has swiped right on my like Tinder profile. And I'm going to read some of the some of these bios of some of these people. And they'll probably never know because, well, 
I haven't matched with them and they will never know that I've done this on this show. I'm not gonna say names, but here's one for example from today. They live in Stockholm, they, meaning that they are a couple, and they say, we are in a loving and open-minded relationship. We would love to meet new people and have beautiful new, new experiences. We only have one life and even that is too short, so no reason not to enjoy life. Let's meet up for a drink. No. <laughs> I'm like, no. Here's another one where it's like a picture of a guy's abs and it just says fit couple 32 straight bisexual couple. And these people actually live here in Cyprus, 34 miles away from me. But there's no description, no nothing. Um, let us see. We have another couple, no drama llama. Will you be our next? And then there's a picture of a girl sitting in a yoga position, question mark. Open, free, and passionate. They say that they speak um, French, English, German. They are in a stable marriage with children and experience, and they have experience in these things. Alrighty then. Um, and there are a couple in uh, close to their 40s. Um, God, I have so many of these. Oh, here's another couple. I don't know why so many couples are interested in me. We're a complete package looking for a female to, to vibe with. If you're not into females and only looking at my man, swipe left. Okay. No couples, no men. Please respect that. We make one sexy couple and I tend to enjoy the company of an attractive female. I'm not selfish and neither is he. So if you can understand that, then we're around to chat, hang out. So if you're a, if you're a fun, down-to-earth, sexy female looking to hang out with myself and my hubby, hit me up. Alrighty then. No comment. Um, <clears throat> so here's another one. Um, native East Villager, so from New York, bartender, board gamer, Dipesh Motor, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, man, man, man. I'm telling you guys, seriously, a lot of couples, a lot of couples. Here's another one. Um, looking to find positive connections, things I like. Cats, kissing, cacti, vegan food. I mean, these are in emojis, by the way. Um, the moon, um, part of the LGBTQ plus community. Then there's like this wet, <laughs> I know, these little droplets. Avocado, sushi, coffee, playing hockey, fishing, and painting. I'm not, uh, I'm sure we can find something to talk about. No hookups. If you have a Seinfeld complex, swipe left. Let's find the good in each other. Some of, some of my super likes are by mistake. Okay. For the record, some of these um, that I've kept is because I like their um, bios. But this, um, this is another one from the US. She's liked me. Fitness, fun, flight. Side note, I take the elevator at the gym and I drive around looking for the closest parking spot. No sense in working out twice. No couples unless I can claim one of you on my taxes. If you don't look like your pics when we meet, you're buying drinks until you do. <laughs> if I know you, I'm swiping right. Kudos to the awkward moment. Here's another one um, from San Diego. She has the best like bio. Who's down for a hike? Imagine this, we're hiking and we get lost. Um, we have no water left and are near our deaths, fighting off snakes and we're hallucinating from heat stroke and we don't know if we'll live or die. But we're able to call 911 and fall in love in, in the life flight to the ER. But since we're in a pandemic, we get separated and, but run into each other six years later and live happy ever after. Is that asking too much? Do you have insurance? Serious inquiries only. <laughs> 
Here we have um, someone who is a botanical extraction technician. The fuck? And he says, my foot rubs will make your fingers numb. Notice the long pause. I'm telling you, there's so many of these that I kept for you guys. Looking to get my heart trashed by a cute tomboy with commitment issues. Number one, I'm not too sure if I look like a tomboy. But okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> So here we have someone else. I'm a hopeless romantic. I believe in spoiling my woman and please be able to reciprocate. I do believe in marriage. Ask me anything. Don't be afraid of my angry eyebrows. LOL. <laughs> I can't. So here's the last one that I'm going to read. Strictly reviewing applications to get through this corona situation. Must be funny, symptom-free, and wash hands regularly. That's definitely me, because even before this whole COVID-19 thing, I wash my hands a ridiculous amount um, every day. Or per day, I should say. Some stuff about me. I have toilet paper, food, Lysol, gym equipment, and Netflix slash Disney+. Jokes aside, if you're not a decent person, there is plenty of thirsty people on this app who don't care about personality, and that's very true. Message me if you're symptom-free. But seriously, quarantine and FaceTime slash Zoom? So as we can see, there's people, obviously, who, who do take social distancing into consideration, and others, such as the couples that I mentioned, they're, they're looking for something a bit more. Um, but I should say that I definitely live in the wrong country when it comes to the queer community because, honestly, uh, there, I mean, it is seriously lacking here. Um, it's seriously, seriously lacking here. I need to move back to continental Europe where, you know, LGBTQ plus is just rampant and you're out and you're proud and that's how it is. Here in Cyprus, it's a little bit different, but okay. Um, but so, so these are some of the people that have liked me and I managed to see them because I have that feature on Tinder. <laughs> some of these, some of these make me burst out laughing. Um, I just kept them so I could do this episode oh i just found another one okay last one last one you guys gay as fuck into cocktail making and video games i like to go outside left as fuck open relationship just me i'm a social worker looking for queer friends and more no men or unicorn and then there's the emoji of shit smiling i don't know why that was put there but there you go. And one of the newest features of Tinder, I know so much about Tinder, this is depressing, is that now you can put, let's say, your kind of um, sexual orientation um, and how you identify yourself as. So you can, you know, put queer woman or just queer, pansexual, bisexual, lesbian, gay. You can put it all there. Um, and people do. And so whereas it was more, let's say, for the hetero community before now tinder is trying to also um be more for the lgbtq plus community as well grinder is known to be uh the gay application and it was the first of its kind back in the day and now there's a ton of other like um applications uh when it comes like when it it caters for more lgbtq plus like members um and community um but we don't have that here in Cyprus. So some of us, hint, hint, are a bit lacking here. <laughs> I need to move away from this place. All right. So I scoured the internet to find some, <laughs> some really awkward Tinder date stories. And I fell on this website that's called awesomeinventions.com slash awkward Tinder dates. 
So anyone who's looking for love, this this was written in 2016, but it says anyone who's looking for love in 2016 knows that Tinder is the place to go to find a date. Forget about actually meeting someone in real life at a, at a party or in a coffee shop or something. Dating has well and truly gone digital. But the thing about using uh, dating apps or dating sites is that those first couple of dates with someone new can be a bit on an on the awkward side until you get to know each other better. That's to be expected, really. But then there are people who have Tinder dates so horrific that they go beyond awkward and into unknown territory. Um, so for this, I'm going to read. There's 13 of them, but I'm going to read just a few that really like stood out. And I burst out laughing <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's not that's never happened to me. Um, we're keeping it light because obviously there are um, people who have used online dating um, and some things have gone horribly, horribly wrong. But we're going to keep it light during this episode and we're just going to read like the funny um, stories. So um, the first one is his girlfriend called him and then he left me to pay the bill without saying anything. Damn. She was on Tinder the whole time. So you're on a Tinder date and you spend time on your phone on Tinder. Okay. Um, this one is the dreaded one. I got there and it was just silence. Like the entire date, we didn't talk at all. Fucking awkward. Where is... Here's one. The guy legitimately and seriously asked me if I would have children with him and if we could start trying soon. No. Just no. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, this one. Showed me a pic of his wife and kids. The fuck? <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. This is why I'm telling you, online dating, um, like online dating, you know, and meeting singles, you really don't know if the person is single. But, you know, let's say traditionally meeting someone, you didn't know whether they were single or not either. So it's it's a gamble right there. Um, this one, where is it? Oh, when I faked a phone call to get out of it, my phone started ringing loudly. <laughs> oh, shit. And this is the last one that really, I was just like, what the hell? He told me he was an adult baby and wanted me to pretend to breastfeed him. I ran for the first time in a long time. <laughs> Damn, that last story or that was just, that was really weird. <laughs> but okay, to each their own. Everybody has their fetishes, their kinks, whatever, you know, but that would be really awkward. Wow. Um, so that that's that on the awkward world of Tinder and Tinder dating. Um, let me know if you're into like online dating um, or if you prefer it more traditional, like meeting someone at random at a coffee shop or, you know, and if you have any like online dating stories, Tinder stories, um, let me know. <laughs> Share them on a, the Facebook um, page or on the Instagram. I would love to like hear them or just send me an email. You know the email, beautyunlockedpodcast at gmail.com. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoy this episode <laughs> oh, but we can actually go on and on about the online dating world and I think I'm going to get some guests on to discuss their experiences with you know online dating and also what they think about the whole online dating um, culture I guess if you do swipe left or swipe right or however you're swiping or whatever you're doing or you're partaking in online dating, make sure to, to keep safe. Um, just be, yeah, be safe. That's all I can say because, you know, there, there are 
extremely horrifying stories like today was keeping it light but there are extremely like horrifying um stories of dates really gone wrong um so just be safe out there and as always remember to love each other love yourselves spread some of that sweet sweet love and you will hear from me next week bye Make it clap, clap, Make it clap, clap, Make it clap, clap, Make it clap, clap, clap.